Welcome to the season three finale of Disrupt the Continuum. This is a podcast powered by Launch Tennessee, dedicated to entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders. I'm your host, Clark Buckner, and on this special episode, I'm actually joined in studio with Launch Tennessee's interim CEO, Van Tucker. How are you doing, Van? Hey, Clark. Let's make sure everybody knows we are socially distanced. We are socially however. distanced. I I know we could have we could have maybe gone virtual on this, but you know, us both being in the Nashville area, we could if we could separate out a little bit, go through some of this together because this is an episode that's going to be a, a bit different than our other other episodes we've had on this season and previous ones where we're actually going to be going back on this entire season kind of reliving and playing back some clips that represent the different voices and the different characters throughout the state that really contribute to this whole story of building Tennessee. There's so much goodness in all of these episodes. There's so many nuggets. So So I'm excited to have this recap. So if this is someone's first time joining, Launch Tennessee is a public-private partnership that empowers network partners and other stakeholders through statewide access to resources for entrepreneurs and investors. And what I love about this van is the vision is so simple. It's to make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. Absolutely. It's been really cool to see this organization grow over the years and to see how the roots have gone deeper and further throughout the state. You know, some of the network partners we're about to hear from have been part of the Launch Tennessee family, and there's some new characters, some new folks who've joined the scene that all make this this full song. Well, that's right. And two new ones this year with our Agriculture Mentor Network and our Automotive Mobility Network. So we're excited to bring those two industry mentor networks uh, into the family. So how about we jump in right there? So I actually, those two partners you mentioned, I have not had the chance to meet them yet. So I'm excited to, to learn about them from you. But to sort of overshadow this whole conversation, there's three words that you just told me as we were getting set up that are really on your mind right now. And what are those? Community, connection, and culture. Now that you've been part of this org, you've been part of this ecosystem, why is it those three words that sort of tee us up as we're about to start our little journey across the state? Well, I think it's what differentiates us as an ecosystem and as a state. We, uh, Launch Tennessee empowers Tennessee's ecosystem through 12 network partners. Those network partners are seven entrepreneur centers across the state in each of the major cities. So we cover the entire state with entrepreneur centers that serve as the community front door, each with their own unique ecosystem to help connect entrepreneurs, investors, organizations, institutions, researchers to resources to help them build and scale a business. Tennessee's a long state. Sometimes I forget because I'm actually- It's a long skinny state. It is. (laughs) I forget. I've gone now on a couple road trips, both across the state, but also across the country. And I'm always kind of surprised by how- um, how long our state is, but also how stacked it is, because each region really does have uh, some secret sauces a part oh, of there. Well, there's no question. I mean, you know, you you certainly have the capital, Nashville, known as Music City, USA, but Memphis is such a vibrant city that sits on the Mississippi River. 
home, by the way, of entrepreneur extraordinaire Fred Smith and FedEx. You have Chattanooga that sits as the gateway between Atlanta and Tennessee. You have Knoxville with Oak Ridge National Labs and the University of Tennessee and TVA. Uh, Some of the greatest energy innovations and research in the world are happening at Oak Ridge National Labs. And then there's Tri-Cities, the gateway to Virginia and between uh, Virginia and Tennessee. We have some great cities in Tennessee. So we're going to start. I was thinking we go west to east. How does that sound? That sounds good. Okay. Now, one cool little note here is I can't remember where I heard this, but our former governor, Bill Haslam, he was at an event talking about Tennessee's value and our tourist attraction and all that kind of stuff. But there's something along the lines of there are three entities in this state that you can go globally and you just need one name, Dolly, Elvis, and Jack. And, you know, with Elvis being mentioned there, you know, this we start off in Memphis here. And so Memphis is home to Epicenter and founding CEO Leslie Smith. We had a conversation earlier on, and this is kind of what she had to say. Yeah, I mean, I think what's really beautiful about Tennessee and the entrepreneurship centers is the way we've come together across the state. A, to first come to know each other and be in relationship with one another. And in so doing, we've created an expanded network upon which we can rely as professionals when we hit a snag or a challenge that we need help guiding our way through. She is such a community person. I also love how she leads with, in this particular clip, the beauty of Tennessee. So what does that prompt you with? Well, Leslie is a fireball and has really pulled the Memphis community together around entrepreneurs and building that community. Um, One of Memphis's unique attributes is if you're looking to develop a medical, uh, some kind of med device, they have an entire community of researchers and innovators around St. Jude's and the University of Memphis. So we're going to cruise over to Jackson next, where the co is. And I talked to Ben Ferguson. He's a co-founder and CEO. We thought through how can we really help entrepreneurs in, in those areas. It wasn't reasonable to ask them to drive an hour or an hour and a half into Jackson every time they wanted some some help or mentoring or resources. And so you know, our thought was, can we bring those things to them? It didn't necessarily make sense to always put you know, a brick and mortar co-working space in every community throughout West Tennessee. But it it might make some sense if we can do uh, kind of targeted trips into these communities and bring the resources that those entrepreneurs need. You know, Ben and Lisa Garner and Ben Harris do such a great job in Jackson. They have these uh, driving innovation RVs that they are able to take into individual communities or high schools or colleges and help. Uh, students better understand entrepreneurship and provide resources for entrepreneurs in smaller communities in West Tennessee where they don't have an entrepreneur center. Uh, So the work that they're doing is so important. And by the way, they work with all of our other entrepreneur centers across the state to help bring those driving innovation buses into those communities as well. What I like about what you just said is how each of the entrepreneur centers, they can sort of find some of these best tips and practices, and that gets distributed. Oh, they all know each other. They all talk to, it's a peer group. 
I mean, you know, it's it's literally those 12 network partners have a forum for discussion where they can talk to one another. If you have someone who shows up in Knoxville that has a, a music tech company that they've developed, then Jim Biggs can connect them with Jane Allen in Nashville and Jeremy Rayleigh, who runs the Project Music Accelerator. If someone shows up in Memphis and has a consumer packaging need, they can be connected quickly to the resources in Chattanooga. So that's the beauty of the community. When I speak of the community, the beauty of the community is that it's all connected. And we save people time and money being able to help navigate them to the right place, to the right people quickly. Because if you're an entrepreneur, you've got limited time. You've got other things going on. You, you've got to get that product market fit fast. You've got to get customer feedback. You don't have time to just get lost. Well, and therein lies connection. <laughs> connection is everything when you're building a company, whether that's connection to investors or a peer group. But connection's everything. And being able to navigate it quickly, I'll also say, too, you know, just as a reminder, that runway, that entrepreneur, that financial runway that entrepreneurs have to be constantly aware of, it goes a lot further in Tennessee than it does in higher price markets like New York, Boston, or Palo Alto. And that's important. That's an important attribute here. We don't have a personal income tax, which uh, is always helpful. And we have a really healthy business environment period in Tennessee. So you just mentioned music as one of your examples of bringing connectivity and and programs. So sometimes one entrepreneur center on one side of the state gets a potential entrepreneur that might need to get fast tracked. And so in this case, you mentioned music. We've got one of our resources in the state is the Nashville Entrepreneur Center here in Music City here in Nashville, our state's capital. And so you mentioned Jane Allen. That's the Nashville EC's CEO. And this program and this program called Project Music. Earlier on the season, we talked with Jane Allen and Bryn Plummer. Bryn Plummer is vice president of our community relations. And she had this to say. I'll say that Nashville is Nashville because of its entrepreneurs in many ways. I think if you think about how Nashville got its start as a music city, and then uh, about 30 years after that became sort of a healthcare mecca, Nashville is a place that is Really, its whole identity is forged by its entrepreneurs. My takeaway from this story around music and healthcare, so many people, of course, think of Nashville as music, but healthcare industry is like five times the size and economic impact. Well, it's massive. I mean, nothing competes with our healthcare industry, and that's that's a real plus here, you know. And the great news is, again, that's a very connected community. They're very supportive of one another. And if you have a healthcare startup, this is definitely the place to be. But we also are the largest center of employment in the world in the music industry, the largest center of employment in the world. And that creates huge opportunities for those looking to innovate in the music industry. And what industries besides healthcare and music have been more disrupted? There are massive opportunities around Nashville. We also have amazing um, uh, life science and engineering innovation and research facilities in Middle Tennessee, from aerospace to the engineering school at Vanderbilt to some of the disparities in healthcare for 
minorities being studied and remedies being put in place at Meharry. You mentioned disruption. You're right. This year has been so challenging and we are seeing some optimism, I think, from our entrepreneurs that can move quickly and institutions like Meharry who might be larger organizations, but they're moving quick. Also here in Nashville every year, there is Week on the Hill. And I thought since we're kind of in Nashville at the moment on our little virtual bus as we're moving across the, the state, um, let's talk a little about Week on the Hill and what that event looks like and how Launch Tennessee plays a role. Oh, my gosh. It is such an amazing opportunity to connect entrepreneurs and investors to our state legislators, to our General Assembly, to the leadership in the General Assembly. And that's important because they want to understand and be supportive of what it takes to develop more opportunities for innovation, to develop more opportunities for Tennessee to stand out as the most friendly state for entrepreneurs. What I love about it is no matter where you are politically, I think everybody wants to see job creation. They want to see entrepreneurs be successful. So these meetings that we're having, it's a little bit, I think, easier to maybe uh, maneuver throughout the state capitol. And it's a little easier to advocate, I suppose. Yeah, that well, yeah. And irrespective of your political leanings, I think that's a common ground for all parties is job creation and moving forward into the future and ensuring that Tennessee is on the cutting edge of things like manufacturing or advanced energy or life sciences or ag tech. But certainly our state's government wants to ensure that we have the resources necessary to be the most friendly state in the nation for entrepreneurs. What's cool about this is moving throughout the capital and there's different groups of folks who are represented from across the state. And we always are going to hear from an entrepreneur and they can share their story. And the energy. And the energy directly with the lawmaker and policymaker. Well, that's right. And so often they're not aware of specific companies or specific individuals. And so it does give them the opportunity to get to know one another. And I've seen long-term relationships develop as a result of this activity. Tennessee having this sort of unique network established, even from the last several years, it's still somewhat of a unique concept when you look at the other states. Well, we're one of the few states in the country that coordinates resources on a statewide basis. And and that's that's helpful. It saves time. It saves money. It saves research. Uh, Launch Tennessee serves as the gateway. Uh, we empower this ecosystem and we can help navigate people to the right resources very quickly. Okay, well, let's keep this bus cruising and we're cruising along. We're in Cookville at the Biz Foundry, and here's a clip from Jeff Brown, their CEO. It's that lifestyle that people are looking for. In today's world, you can do the cool tech job and still live where you want. And recreation from kayaking to hiking to, to those kind of things. So it, it really is comes down to a, a kind of a, a placemaking idea. And that's what we're really proud of is you can, you can start a business here and still kind of have that, uh, I don't know, that utopian lifestyle. Oh, my gosh. Have you been to Cookville? I have. I got some family in Cookville. It is so beautiful. Is a- you talk about the utopian small town that we all have conjured in our head about 
you know, this perfect lifestyle of of uh, cosmopolitan and rural. I mean, that's what I think of when I think of Cookville. You know, you have Tennessee Tech University, lots of research and innovation work going on at Tennessee Tech. Many people may not remember that Tennessee Tech was one of the early competitors in the robot, you know, international robot competition. Oh my gosh, there are so many documentaries you need to watch. And it's just beautiful. It sits at the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. There are, I have no idea how many national or state parks there are within a, an hour's drive of Cookville, but it's just a beautiful, beautiful spot on this earth. It's about an hour from Nashville. That's a good point. Our state, we are in proximity either from driving or flying to majority of the country. 60% of the population. Isn't that, 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 Something like that's that. That's the figure, right? 60% of the population is within a day's drive. Yeah. I mean, that's why you have Amazon, Facebook, Google, all, all the big tech companies have placed a pretty significant presence in Tennessee at some point. And they're continuing to make those investments. Oh, that's right. What I also like about what Jeff Brown was saying and sort of painting this picture of, man, Tennessee... Having the four seasons that we have, having the types of parks and the opportunities to get that fresh air and that vitamin D outside, I think we're going to continue seeing more people rethinking where they live, going into the future. And I think we've been rethinking work and how the rules are changing with remote work. And Tennessee, for so many reasons, is a good place to consider either moving your business or just moving yourself and your family. When you think about culture, when I think about culture, I think about great music and a and a broad in a broad sense because I like a lot of different kinds of music. I love that we have a world-class symphony. I love that we have the blues. In Nashville, you have every, we're certainly known for country music, but we have America, we're the home of Americana music. Uh, We have a huge rock scene, hip hop. There's a great variety of music. The home of bluegrass is in uh, Tri-Cities. So we have, we have lots of culinary options, many James Beard chefs. And the people, I mean, just, you know, the people here are so accessible and so friendly, well-educated. We all like to connect, you know, we all like to get together and have a good time, whether that's camping out or whether that's staying in a five-star hotel in one Mm. of our major cities. Well, another fun city we've got is Chattanooga. And so now we're going to go a little south here on our little tour across the state. And Chattanooga... For someone who's never visited, it really is a one-of-a-kind place. I think it's also one of the only cities in the country that has its own font. Did you know that? I did. Geek City. That is, I, when I learned that a couple years ago, that just is so on-brand for Chattanooga. CoLab, also known as the Company Lab, mm-hmm. is in Chattanooga. And our good friend Marcus Shaw, CEO over at CoLab, he had this to say. We've got incredible healthcare density. Uh, we've got, you know, an asset in the gig network that makes us one of the most attractive cities for testing and building technology applications. 
and we've got an incredibly rich history in consumer goods, whether it's Little Debbie or Moon Pie or Coca-Cola or Gold Bond. All of those brands were born uh, in Chattanooga, and we've got some real roots around consumer goods, restaurants, food and beverage. He forgot to mention that they have Marcus Shaw. Yes. What a good point. Marcus is the man. Yes, he is. He's been a tremendous resource for the network. He's been at the company Lab now, which has been, what, over five years? Yes. Um, he brings a lot of experience with them. And Chattanooga does really big things. And, you know, when I think of Chattanooga, I think of this, like, fun, healthy, outdoor kind of place. But just, like, how Nashville surprises me sometimes about we have big healthcare density. Chattanooga has big healthcare density. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's the home of Blue Cross Blue Shield. And so many other great entrepreneurs uh, originated in Chattanooga as well. But I I think Chattanooga and Marcus are great examples. So many of our leaders in these communities are, are former entrepreneurs. They have done it. They've started, scaled, grown, and sold a business. And I think that's a really important perspective to have. You know, you just understand what it's like to have to struggle to make payroll or have to really burn that midnight oil to figure out that product market fit and how it how that whole puzzle is going to come together. And I think one of the great things about our network is so many of the people in these entrepreneur centers and running these industry mentor networks are experts in their field. They've been entrepreneurs or they're leaders in those industries. Okay, we're cruising along now to East Tennessee. This is my old stomping grounds here in uh, East Tennessee. So we're going to stop here in Knoxville. And the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center is located right there on Market Square Mm -hmm. in Knoxville. It's been voted one of the most beautiful market squares in the country regularly. It's the Maker City. And it's has something to do with Etsy as well. What is that? Well, Etsy designated Knoxville as the Maker City. Very fitting for mm-hmm. Knoxville. And in this conversation with Brandon Bruce, he's a board member at KEC. He's the chair of the board at KEC. That's right. Okay. So this is what Brandon said. So my experience here in Knoxville really emanates from the fact that this is a place where I was able to have a great experience building a company. And the reason it was such a great experience is because there's so much talent here. I think one of the key things that I would share with people if they aren't familiar with the Knoxville area for doing business is that it is a talent-rich environment. And and that's largely due to several of the big anchors in Knoxville. One, the University of Tennessee, constantly replenishing source of talent uh, coming out of the university with all the students graduating as well as the faculty that are doing research there. We have Oak Ridge National Laboratory up the street, one of the highest densities of PhDs in the country. Uh, TVA is right downtown, right next to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. So tremendous amount of talent there. And these are all institutions that have been around, you know, for decades. So they're really rooted in the community. And beyond that, we have a lot of, you know, really big companies here that have attracted uh, diverse talent from across the country and around the world. So the Pilot Flying Jays, Clayton Holmes, Regal Cinemas, uh, Discovery, et cetera, have really attracted a lot of, you know, top-notch people to this area. Well, I mean, he's absolutely right. Um, the trifecta of the University of Tennessee, a tier one research facility, Oak Ridge National Labs, one of the oldest and largest 
concentrations of national labs, of PhDs in a national lab in the country with Tennessee Valley Authority. And that's uh, energy, right? TVA? Absolutely. But they're also focused on advanced energy initiatives. As a matter of fact, our Tennessee Advanced Energy Business Council is also headquartered in Knoxville, although they work across the state. Uh, they work very closely with uh, those energy partners that are based in East Tennessee. Um, it's amazing to me what is going on in and around the Knoxville area. There's so much opportunity, and they there are so many resources that are available for entrepreneurs and many uh, opportunities for investors to take a closer look. You know, our newest partner, TenSmart, uh, which what is, is TenSmart. TenSmart is focused on automotive technology and mobility, and it's based at Oak Ridge National Labs. So your next car battery might be coming. That's cool. And we've seen more. Elon Musk should visit. Oh, he should. Come he on, should come, come visit. On. It's Oak Ridge National Labs. That's like right up his alley. So Tri-Cities, this is over Kingsport, Bristol, Johnson City. And when I was looking at. Home of Bluegrass. You know, of course, the song Wagon Wheel. Of course. After the, the lyric. Who does Caught a trucker out of Philly. What's interesting, I remember I was listening to this and he says he's heading west from the Cumberland Gap. To Johnson City, Tennessee, it's actually east. Correct. <laughs> but apparently, the, it just sounds better saying west <laughs> is what when I looked that up. But yes, so much culture, uh, so much history here. We're getting into Dolly territory over here, East Tennessee. Oh, absolutely, we are. Or, but we're also getting into Heath Gwynn territory. <laughs> yes, yes. And this is what our friend Heath Gwynn, the founder and CEO of SyncSpace, the newest network partner part of the Entrepreneur Center's network. You know, there, there is something to be said for being able to get a hold of the city managers and mayors on a quick phone call and introducing the startups, companies, or young entrepreneurs, because it demonstrates a level of commitment and access that is hard to find in a bigger market. It just goes back to that idea of a front door. You go in through one Entrepreneur Center, you get connected. Connection, community, and no one exemplifies my vision for that better than Heath Gwynn. He has, there are three different cities. It's called Tri-Cities because there are three different cities that all sit very in very close proximity. And they all have three different leadership structures. And Heath does a beautiful job of pulling all those resources together. And exactly as he mentioned in that clip, it is powerful when you can bring together the leadership of those three communities together with a startup and have the startup say, this is what I need, and have the decision makers in the room. I wonder if you can do that in other cities. And that pretty much wraps it up as far as the network partners, our entrepreneur centers. And it's also important to mention, of course, while we're here in East Tennessee, the Great Smoky Mountains. Oh, my goodness, Yes. Is it not one of the largest national parks? It's the most visited national park. That's right. I am and with, certain on and that. with good reason. And what a great time to be doing that. Yeah, it really is such a treasure. Okay, now we have gone through a little tour, but there are still 
statewide network partners we want to mention because this contributes to the overall story. And you did mention the Tennessee Advanced Energy Business Council a moment ago. And the co-founder over there is Courtney Piper. She's based in East Tennessee, but mm -hmm. this is across the state. Always love my conversations with Courtney. Here's what she had to say. Those assets really center around the University of Tennessee, the Tennessee Valley Authority, and Oak Ridge National Lab. There's really no other state in the country that has those blend of unique assets that really help propel our advanced energy economy forward. So you've got private sector businesses that are drawn to the state of Tennessee because of the location of those three assets. Every time I talk with Courtney, she always is sharing her love for the state and what is happening with energy. And it's something that I think might surprise people about our state. This sort of relates to our next organization we'll hear about, Life Science Tennessee. This is with Abby Trotter, Executive Director at Life Science Tennessee and Bio10 Foundation. We've always thought that the cornerstone of the life science industry in the state is really based in the research that we have here. You know, we have incredible research institutions from St. Jude to Vanderbilt to the University of Tennessee to obviously now uh, the University of Memphis and their quest to be a level one research institution. And then we have some great other research institutions like Meharry uh, doing some really interesting research on disparities in health and even in Northeast Tennessee, the Quillen College of Medicine. So... All kinds of terrific life science research are happening at those institutions. And there's all kinds of great partnerships between those research and the industry that has built here and that the industry that we hope to come here by building some of those early startups. Abby is uh, such an advocate for entrepreneurs. She has been a leader in establishing our state's Small Business Innovation Research Matching Fund. That's Which the SBIR grants? SBIR um, matching fund. Now, real snapshot of that, like real quick, what is that? So the federal government provides SBIR, STTR, Small Business Innovation Research or Tech Transfer Research grants annually. Those come from the National Institute of Health, the Department of Defense. All federal departments provide SBIR, STTR grants. And those are awarded to innovators and researchers in all 50 states. Over the last three years, Tennessee has provided a matching fund. So those federal funds can only be used for certain expenses directly related to innovation or research. Many times they don't cover the cost of legal expenses to secure your IP or marketing expenses to promote your product. And so our state's matching fund provides uh, funds that allow them to grow and scale their business. Abby uh, was the architect of that program for our state, and she is uh, a fierce advocate for it currently. Your dollar goes further for that kind of research. It absolutely does. And, you know, and I can say, too, you know, we have a pretty broad uh, diversity in li the life science industry here from agriculture, certainly pharmaceuticals, medical devices. I spoke of earlier, lots of research, testing, and medical laboratories. 
So, you know, our our life science, innovation, and research community is pretty deep and broad here. This is a lot of high-paying jobs. We also, on that conversation with Abby Trotter, we also heard from Ted Townsend, the chairman, and he was talking a little about some numbers around that. So you just mentioned medical devices and equipment. 8,500 employed in that. You've got research testing, medical laboratories. Over 8,000 jobs are employed there. So this is a big impact. High-paying, good jobs. Yeah, biologistics with FedEx in um, Memphis. I'm certain that they're going to be on the forefront of how vaccines are going to be distributed in this country. One of the other network partners we talked with is Bunker Labs. We had a conversation with Samit Hall. He's a regional director with Bunker Labs. And what's cool about this, I can speak from my perspective of seeing Bunker Labs land in Tennessee with one guy, Blake Hogan, mm-hmm. out of Texas. He moved from Austin, Texas, here to, uh, here to Nashville. And it started there. And quickly, when they got connected to the Launch Tennessee Network, it was sort of like the seeds could get planted so much further faster. I remember when Charlie Brock, our uh, previous CEO, right, of Launch Tennessee, when he announced that partnership, I've seen Bunker Labs take off. And this is one of our final clips. And I think it really just wraps everything up great from Samit. For me, Bunker Labs has made being a Marine part of my story again, and not just part of my history. And that's really why I, I love this work is I'm connected to an organization that's nationally present with a group of people that, you know, I may not have ever met again, but I have a connectivity with because of our our veteran backgrounds. When you get plugged in, when you show up, it, it really, it works. We've seen this work time and time again with great organizations like Bunker Labs, and it's got an amazing mission, a really important mission. Yeah, we're really proud of the of the companies and entrepreneurs that Bunker Labs is supporting. One that comes to mind in the video is, I mean, is also in the video, Creative Vets, connecting songwriters with wounded warriors. And if you've if you've ever been a part of that experience, it's just so powerful to watch that work happen. So we're very proud to be a partner of Bunker Labs and uh, and they're exploding across the United States. We're very proud to be an early partner. Good stuff. All right, Van, this pretty much brings us back home, right? After our, our fun little virtual tour across the state. While I've got you here, I do want to sort of just look into the future with you about what else is on the horizon with Launch Tennessee, what's on the horizon with our great state of Tennessee. Kind of what are some of the final things you have on your mind? Well, uh, we know that um, investors in traditional markets like New York, Boston, and Silicon Valley are beginning to see the value of looking for opportunities outside of those markets And we're going to focus a lot more energy on telling the stories of our companies to raise awareness with those who are interested in in leveraging that strategy. Uh, We also are really upping our game relative to how we can support innovation and research with our industry mentor networks. That's been a very successful approach for us, and we're going to double down on that. Uh, and then continuing to build this network and to connect and help each other out. Um, you know, I think this is a great place to live. It's a great place to work. 
And we're going to continue to be the ambassador to the world for this network and tell that story globally in the hopes that we, in fact, will be the most startup-friendly state. I love it. I've been really encouraged by this particular season, all about Build Tennessee, and I really love the way you just sort of wrapped it up with that statement. Well, I want to say, too, I remember, I believe I was on season one with you. You are no stranger to the podcast. Continuum of Disrupt the Continuum. Yes. So from your very first involvement uh, with uh, and creation of Disrupt the Continuum, I have watched this podcast bloom and grow. And that's many thanks to your hard work, Clark. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a real honor to get to be part of it. I grew up in East Tennessee, grew up, I've had experience in rural Tennessee and kind of also have the more urban environment also experienced within Tennessee. So love the state, believe in it, and I believe what we can do together when we're thinking about entrepreneurship. So it's been a lot of fun. And with that, how can someone learn more about the mission and get involved? Well, we have a beautiful website, launchtennessee.org. It's brand new launchtn.org. Um, it communicates very clearly. It quickly navigates you to our network partners, helps you understand each of their unique attributes. Uh, there's a section for investors. There's a section for entrepreneurs, one for students. I really encourage people to just go check out our website and they can see all of the Build Tennessee videos and listen to Disrupt the Continuum. Awesome. Van, thanks for taking the time. And I'm looking forward to our next season. And it's actually all about 3686. It's some of the the highest, most in-demand speakers and entrepreneurs that were in the mix this year. I'm looking forward to it, Clark. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Disrupt the Continuum, a Launch Tennessee podcast for entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders. Launch Tennessee has received national recognition for statewide collaboration, an innovative economy, and stakeholder diversity. And that's because of amazing folks like yourself who are contributing to make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. We'll be back soon for season four, but until then, join the conversation by following along on Twitter and Instagram at LaunchTN and visiting launchtn.org slash buildtn. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show anywhere and everywhere you get your podcasts. We'll be back soon with Season 4 of Disrupt the Continuum.